So we're gonna get a lot of points. We're gonna meet a lot of people. We're gonna get a lot of new badges. I can't waste any more time talking to you. I gotta start capping. Where do you work? In the car? Where do you are? Geocache Talk podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Well, hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, wherever you can find it, so you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman. Tom's in the chat room, by the way, so... Looking forward to hearing from him tonight. Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, Nick Hubbard, Andrew Teepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer, Valena Mahar, Jane Jewell, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, the Geo Gearheads, Zach Fick, the Deadliest Cachers, Tim Terrell, Neil Moore, Molly, the geocaching dog, D and David Vickery, geocaching Adam, Lori Post, Peter Stepanek, the No Code Geocachers, Paula Hughes, Ed Shaper, John Langston, and our new patron, Scott Thompson. And we have a returning patron, Deborah Burris, is back with us. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and we're going to mention something about the coins here in a second, and other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, we got a huge show tonight. We're just going to jump right in. Let me start by welcoming my co-host, Sydney. Hey, everybody. And Jesse. Good evening. Back from Vegas. Yes. We're not going to ask you what you did in Vegas because you're not supposed to do that. You can't tell what happens. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? Right. Other than you did some geocaching in Munzing. I did. Cool. I did. Sweet. I got to mark two more off the top 20 favorited caches list from this book that I read. Is it this book right here? The 201 Geocaching? No, no it was this book right here. Oh, that one? Okay, never mind. That's this not this one, book. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I, I just spoke. As an update, I have now gotten 10 out of 20 on that page. What? So I got my list 10 out of 20, so... I don't know if y'all can beat that or not, but um, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I, wrote, <laughs> I wrote the book, and I haven't even done that many, so you're way ahead, buddy. But uh, did you enjoy the two in Vegas that are on that 201 geocaches defined before you die? I did, and we'll we'll probably spend too much time talking about it, but I, I would know. say they definitely deserve to be on that list, and we can get to them Someday. on another show. But both of them definitely deserve to be on that list. Sweet. All right, well, let's jump right into show number 63 
for August 20th as we welcome Rob, Rob Vardaman. I'm going to speak tonight. Rob Vardaman, the CZO, to the show. Welcome to Geocache Talk. And for tonight, it's Munzee Talk. Yeah. Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Congrats on 63 shows and uh, all those patrons out there. Um, it's good to have support. I know how that works. So that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, mm-hmm. and that's the thing, too. Or uh, I said Munzee Talk. We're actually going to talk about a lot of different location-based games. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight. Covering some things that um, I think people might be interested in that maybe not has may not know as much about. And having the president... The CZO, what was the other one we had on? We were talking about before, Rob. The uh, oh yes, the gameplay general. The gameplay general, and I had the you were the from QR Monday. ambassador, but that's just for Munzee. Ah, so there's... <laughs> that's it. That's, <laughs> that's true. <it>. Too. <laughs> All right, a quick quick news item before we get into the sh- to to the other parts of the show is our coin is now out. Let me focus for a moment and let me show everybody. Saying, put it right where the logo is behind me, like that. Pretty sweet. Oh, everybody's got, look. All three of us got him. Nice. So Sydney's got hers, and Jesse's got his. Aww. Isn't that Rob awesome? doesn't have one. Rob, sorry, <laughs> buddy. I'll drop one off one day at Muzzy headquarters for you. Hey, there you go. I'll make uh, a trade. There you go. Yes. Yeah. I'll, absolutely. I will bring one by. Um, anyway, if you would like to own one of these. Um, hey, if you become a patron, you get one free. Uh, all you, all the patrons, uh, I'll be shipping the, these out uh, for the, the next week or two. So you should be getting your coin in the mail because this is um, what we do for our patrons. We give away some free stuff to them for their support. Uh, if you'd like to own one, uh, if you go out to our website, geocachetalk.com, uh, you can buy one of these nice coins for $15. What a deal. And that's with shipping included. So go get you one out there on the website. So, all right. We're going to start with a getting to know Rob section. Um, <laughs> Rob, tell us about yourself. And Well, things. let's see. Um, there's so much to tell. So that's the problem. I got to keep it short. And uh, let me just kind of give you a, a quick history because this is geocache talk and what a lot of people don't know about me is that I am actually a longtime geocacher. Uh, I started playing back in September of 2003. Um, so I've, uh, I, I've, I've spent some time out right. there in the woods, um, not finding things. And <laughs> That's <us> too, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, the, those DNFs, um, I've got plenty of them. Um, so, so I really enjoy geocaching. Uh, I was actually out geocaching, um, here in the Dallas area cause I'm based in, uh, we're, we're based in McKinney, Texas, just North of Dallas. And, uh, I was out geocaching and looking for, uh, a small, um, container, a match, a match mm-hmm. stick tube that was camouflaged, um, hanging in the corner of a windmill. That's all it said. And um, out on a country road, and instead, what I found is a little QR code um, tag. Like it was literally sitting there flapping in the breeze. So um, I was like, "Hmm, this is weird." And uh, that was August of 2011. And looked at the tag, and it said on there, um, "Scan me for points." And um, like maybe a couple of weeks or a month before, I had downloaded a QR code scanner to my phone. 
And so I scanned it with that QR code scanner and it took me to the Munzee website, looked at that and went, hmm, this actually looks like something that I would enjoy. So I spent the next four hours that I was going to geocache. I spent the next four hours driving around a little more than a hundred miles, got about 75 points that day and um, felt really good about myself. But yeah, that's, um, that's like five points at a time back then. It was absolutely five points at a time. And, um, the fun part is that I, I really got into it. And, um, and so I continued to geocache. I did some Munzee as well, sort of on the side and then, um, kind of made contact with, uh, with Aaron, who was the, uh, was the president of Munzee and, uh, made contact with him and started talking back and forth with him about how difficult one of the, one of the hides was and, um, told him that I'd used my best geocaching skills and that I could not find this one. And I, I can't even remember what it was called. And, um, and he, he emailed me back and said, you need to um, reset your uh, geocaching skills because my six-year-old daughter hit it and you're probably standing right underneath it. And, um, <laughs> and I was like, ah, what are you talking about? Went back out there. It was a decoy dove that was hanging in the tree and it oh, was sweet. right above my head. Um, so, so I come from that geocaching background. Um, mm-hmm. I always enjoyed climbing the trees. I always enjoyed going across the creeks. I, I enjoyed all of those things. But when I found Munzee, I found sort of a different game that everything wasn't hidden quite like that. Um, what I found was something that the goal seemed to be scan it, move on to the next one. Sure. And, um, and, and that sort of gameplay kind of, I don't know, grabbed my interest in and uh, moved on from there. And about a month later, I, I tracked down Aaron after having emailed him a bunch. I figured out the general area where he lived um, right. based on some of his deploys. And right. uh, he emailed me and said, hey, you're in my neighborhood. Swing by. Cool. I did and told him one day I'm going to work for you. And uh, a year later I started and here you are. now here we are. So, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Um, where 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 are we with Munzee? Uh, as far as um, I think it'd be good to kind of let people know um, how you know do we do we have an idea of like um, or do you have an idea of like is it fairly global? Um, how many Munzees are there currently? You think roughly? I know it's tough every day to figure it out, but how many players? I mean, give give some idea of the stats, and then also if you could, Rob, tell us a little bit about your experience with um i mean you've you travel around the country i know a lot but what is the Mm -hmm. experience you've had in uh some of your other some of the experiences you've had traveling and getting to sort of hear from folks about uh what the game's doing uh and what what you're hearing about the game from others okay so you just hit me in like all my favorite things about what I get to do now. So you, so you actually made it very difficult for me to choose which one of those things. I know. First. Uh, well, let's, um, let's start with the, start with the stats. Give us the cold, hard stats oh, okay. and then we'll, then we'll work to there the people. Go. There we go. <laughs> so I'm a 15 year math teacher. That's what I did when I convinced Aaron that I needed to work for Munzee um, full time. I was a teacher, 15 years, math, seventh, eighth grade. Um, mm-hmm. Those little, you know, 13 year olds. Perfect. Um, so we are pushing on towards 7 million deployed Munzees all around the world. And um, we actually have a stat that ticks real time on the website. 
and uh and so um scott is super proud of that um he worked really hard to make sure that we could have that information up it keeps track of how many players we have how many deployed munsies how many captures and in the office we can actually see the number of points daily like as it happens there we've got a board that scrolls we have um we have little dots that show up on the map that tell us um, where people are playing. And as long as, as long as you can see dots on the screen, that means the game is up and running and that's a good thing. (laughs) Um, That's an awesome thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So we've got, so we're, we're moving on towards 7 million um, deployed Munzees around the world active. Um, We, we average more than a hundred thousand a month now. Um, so that number continues to grow uh, quickly. Um, it took three years for us to get our one millionth deploy. Right. Um, so now we're pushing more than a million in less than a year. We'll, right. we'll before long, it'll probably end up at a million. We'll take about six months. Um, do you track? Uh, I know it's kind of hard because people come and go. But do you do you have do you have an idea of? Do you have a way, do you guys try to track like active users or do you just have a way of knowing how many people have a login or, I mean, because it's hard because people come and go, but. Right. So we we have um, active login. Um, we have that information. We, we're kind of interesting in that we're six years old. July was our sixth birthday. Yep. Um, launched in July 2011. And, um, and there's a lot of things that we do. Um, that are that are like real good and there's a lot of things that we do that we focused on gameplay we focused on hey we got to keep everything up and running we we focused on um all of the things that were important for you guys on the other end of the phone mm-hmm. as opposed to um i don't know sort of the the analytics side yeah um so so a tie-in to what we'll talk about later, that, that's kind of a big part of the freeze tag merger that mm-hmm. we've got coming in is because those guys are actually really good with analytics and they're good at, at looking at how many players are active, how many people played on, how many people played last Sunday that aren't playing this Sunday, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Um, so yeah. using that information in order to grow the game, in order to grow the map in, you know, where Sydney is because she needs more players there um, right. so that she can get more than 75 points in a day. Like I did, you know, six years ago. <laughs> but, well, yeah, don't let her kid you. She, she can rack up the points quick uh, when she wants to uh, up yeah. there. Um, Sometimes and, it just involves a little bit of travel. <laughs> she and Yeah. Right. Sydney, you can, you get out. Buffalo's not, she's not too far from Buffalo. So Buffalo has a lot of money. Or, you know, just buy a new house and a new place. And- <laughs> right. That'll do. There's some right people there. who do that, or you just sell your house and you get one that is on wheels, so you can just take it wherever you like. There you go. That's what they need to do. Travel the country. Not for everyone, but there are some people. Yeah. I wish I could, but I gotta work. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay. Well, cool. Yep. Um, we're gonna let's. And you mentioned about um, the freeze tag merger. We'll get to that in a second, but yeah. Um, let's mention because we have folks that um, you. Um, you mentioned in a tweet you want to because men- you want to mention these other two parts of things, and I do. Want- I want to hear a little bit about them because I've seen them, and I kind of got a Susan. And I got a little bit when we went to the birthday bash because we live we live close to McKinney, so it works out great for us. MHQ, and MHQ. Uh, we got to hear a little about Vinci, and we're really oh. looking forward to doing some Vinci. And we talked to 
Oh gosh, Susan will help me. Who who, who would I have Dylan. talked to about events? Like Dylan. Yeah, I saw. I, I met yeah. I met Dylan at the birthday bash. It was fun talking to him. Uh, yeah. But there's another game called Wallaby. Um, tell us a little bit about Wallaby. Um, can I play it, or do I have to be in Australia? Good news, you can play it anywhere. And so it's spelled W A L L A B capital B. Ah. So I'm it's a combination of a fixing it in our um, but go ahead. I don't know, a kangaroo, a wallaby, yeah. and a bee, because it actually is like a wallaby that has bee wings on it. So, <laughs> now yeah. that's awesome. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. So the history behind where that name comes from is that there was another company called Gowalla, or better yet, another app called Gowalla, um, that was founded down in Austin. And um they they their company got acquired by Facebook and so they um they moved on and they dropped their game and there was a group of us that were upset about that. So Ben Dodson was the is um he was the former president of Wallaby and um he picked up the pieces of Gowalla and turned um turned it into an amazing uh card trading type game is what it is. It's kind of like combining the Pokemon card trading um a card collecting aspect mm-hmm. and if you combine that with foursquare um where you would go and check in at locations or even facebook location check-ins things like right. that so right. you have the ability to drop cards and to trade cards and you you pick them up and it's just a little pieces of digital artwork you pick them up and um we've got a set that is um that is a uh, it's a circus set, and so you collect all the different pieces of the circus set, which is oh, the lion okay. tamer and you know the circus elephant, the clown car, the mm-hmm. all the different pieces, and there's anywhere from six to thirty cards per set. Sometimes you have to mix the cards together in order to make new ones. Um, it's it, yeah, it's sort of a, it's one for collectors. Yeah, that's what that's what it's for. But it is a location based game. Um, so that's the that's the thing that we have, and that's the direction that we're kind of moving. Well, it's what we've always done, but we're we're fine tuning our direction, and so we're going to be working on location based games and and uh, and kind of just fine tuning them, making them better. Some of the pieces will be integrated from one game to the next, um, but not not across the board in, in everything. Uh, Wallabies is standalone game it's pretty awesome um robbie mcguire is the one that runs it for us mm-hmm. um he uh he came to me from disney i got the disney oh yeah i got the get the back there that's cool like, yeah my son loves uh, legos and we're big disney freaks so he uh so we built that but um he came to us from disney and uh has built that community and done some great things that is awesome we launched yeah we launched the uh android version of that app in may and um, we we actually acquired the Wallaby app from Ben, the former president, um, based over in the UK. We acquired that app. Um, next month is going to be two years ago, oh, and neat. it was iOS only. So we spent almost two years trying to um, build the Android version as well, so that uh, we could go and promote it. So mm-hmm. now we actively we actively promote that to to others that are interested in location-based games, mm-hmm. kind of like Jesse, who loves to try location-based games, right? Yeah, absolutely. Anyone that comes out, I try it. Sometimes yeah. it only lasts about a weekend, but... <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm the same way. I've got a few on my phone that I enjoy, um, but, you know, I 
I keep them or if I if I don't like them I, I look at them and, and try and see are there any pieces of this game that I really like that I think you know what we could do that we could do that better um, I could bring that into Munzee or I could bring that into Wallaby or I could bring that into Eventsy right. um, it's it's kind of fun for me from that aspect as yeah. well so um, to talk a little bit about Eventsy because I think some people probably are not familiar with because there's a couple aspects to it I know um, talking with um, Dylan. So tell us a little about Eventsy. So Eventsy was born because um, we had a need for private events. What we didn't, uh, we had an event with um, 10,000 Boy Scouts at Michigan State University about five years ago. And when you have that many Boy Scouts playing and you put Munzees on the map and you have some hardcore uh, Munzee players that see these special pins pop up on the map, they want to go. And when you know when you've got a private event, you don't want the hordes of Munzee players showing up as well. So, um, so we started we tweaked some things in Munzee first, but it, it wasn't working quite like we wanted it to. So uh, we kind of drew up some plans. And Munzee uh, Eventsy's been around now for two and a half years. And um, it's it, it's really it's really done well, um, but it's used specifically for things like corporate training, um, uh, Boy Scout events, things like that, all the way down to birthday parties, um, trade shows, uh, you name it. So if you've got a trade show going on at a big convention center, um, it would be difficult to put Munzee pins out based on our proximity rules. But what you can do is you can you can run either a QR code based. Um, scavenger hunt with um, I don't know with like polls that you can take um, question and answer type stuff um, things that are attached to those or you can do it completely photo based so yeah. that's the difference between Munzee and Eventsy is that it's really and truly used as a photo scavenger hunt and instead of the old pencil and paper scavenger hunts where mm -hmm. you go to one central location, you get your pencil and paper, and you go out, you take the pictures on your phone, you come right. back and you scroll through your phone and, and people say, oh, no, that's the wrong picture. Um, and then you're out of luck because you can't go back to it. Right. Um, we have real-time uh, real leaderboards and real-time approval and denial of things. Um, we've used it for a couple of pub crawls, which is actually really fun mm -hmm. um, because when you get people taking pictures and um, and they think that they can just slip one past you and you hit the deny button and then they have to go back to that place. <laughs> or they have to, you know, some people, some people get a little upset by that, yeah, but it's part of the game, right? Overall. Cool. Yeah. So we, um, it's also used by a lot of our Munzee players, like at Munzee events. Right. So we've got, you know, our, our players all around the world um, host events. And so if they would like to add on the eventsy piece, um, they work with Louise, who's our events manager. Um, she's based out of the UK. And um, so she sets them up with everything that they need. And people are able to kind of put their own clues in. So, you know, if you're hosting one um, here in Texas, you wouldn't have the same clues as you would up in uh, Buffalo. Um, because you know, you just can set up some very specific things. So oh, that's it's, awesome. uh, it's a lot of fun and you set up the number of clues and kind of how many points and, um, yeah, yeah. If people don't have fun with that, um, then, you know, you just go get Munzee points and it works <laughs> out too. Exactly. Or, um, this new, uh, item that we're going to talk about now, which is Garfield go. So, 
Before we get to that, we got no, a good oh, question. Got a good Jeff. question. Yeah, go for it, Jesse. So somebody asked, since you mentioned the Boy Scouts, is mm-hmm. there a Munzee merit badge like there's a geocaching merit badge? And if not, when are they going to get it? Does anybody out there have any good contacts? Because I'd be more than happy to talk to them about that. That would be pretty um, cool. I mean, they've got one for geocaching now, so. We're uh, right now what's happening. So here's a piece of information for you that nobody else knows about, uh, um, unless they're in some very right, specific uh, Facebook groups. Um, but right now we're working with um, a Girl Scout troop um, in uh, in Spartanburg, North Carolina. And um, so they're working on a very specific Girl Scout um, trail that is going to be, um, it's part of a silver, I think it's called silver badge, silver, silver award. I can't remember what mm-hmm. it is. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, sorry, Erica. Um, but it's, uh, it's, it's something that Matt from our team is working together with, um, with the Girl Scout and then with their troop and then with their directors, um, as, as, uh, as a special trail. And what, you know, honestly on our side, we're hoping that it turns into something bigger where we can set these up in, in different locations. Um, but to answer a specific Boy Scout question, no, we don't have a merit badge. And to my knowledge, we don't qualify for the geocaching merit badge, although I would love for there to be some sort of a you know joint mm-hmm. deal there. It's okay. it's okay by me if you use geocaching and you just say, hey, Munzee's a qualifier for this as well without changing the name on the badge. Mm-hmm. So anybody knows somebody. You can send somebody out there's gotta know somebody. <laughs> Rob at Munzee.com. There you go. That's right. Um you go. That's, no, that's wait, easy to those, yeah, those are the kinds of things that we um that we we have worked on, but we're we're a small team and um and kind of like I was telling you a minute ago, we've we've always focused really hard on what we do that runs through the phone in your hand and trying to make sure that the experience is, is right. And so we've never had the right person for the job to actually go chasing the boy Scouts to go talk to Cabela's. I, Oh, I had mm-hmm. a deal worked out with one of the local Cabela's and Oh man, it was so exciting. And, um, and then I started working full time for Munzee right. and, um, and man, it was, it was going to be amazing. It was going to go worldwide. Yeah, it's awesome. But, but so, so when, so that's something that I think people don't realize is that you guys, yeah, it's, you know, you don't have, you know, 150 staff doing this. I mean, so when, when, yeah. So when possible, if somebody could do some of their legwork or do some of the legwork for you, at least to get some information. So to, to kind of help you guys, if they have a really cool idea and if they could do not only the idea, just not instead of throwing the idea at you, if they have like an idea plus they've got contacts and if they can do some of the legwork ahead of time, maybe then send it to you. Absolutely. We love okay. those people. Okay. Um, <laughs> and we love them. So we have, I love you at Munzee.com set up for any of those types of things. I mean, if you've got, if you've got things that you would love to see and, um, and you can, you can give us direction and get us one or two steps down the road, man, that'd be fantastic. Um, that's sort of a, a separate way to contact us outside mm-hmm. the normal munzie.com slash contact um, mm-hmm. link on the website, which has like player suggestions and things like that. So if you've got, you know, a special type of Munzee that you think is perfect for the game and you just want to give us the idea, 
that one runs through the contact page. Um, and then that goes into a pool and some of us look at them and some of us laugh about them. And some of us <laughs> look at them and say, do you know that for two years we've been talking about that? And one of these <laughs> days we're going to have a big enough team that we can actually build that. Right. Um, Cause right now we, we try and take on projects that we can, that we can complete fairly quickly. Right. And uh, one of those is that Pegasus that you ride on, uh, on yes. your journey through life. I'm riding that Pegasus through life. Yes. And uh, I saw that and thought that <laughs> is perfect for where we are in Munzee right now. And um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to mythologicals in a minute. Hang on, Rob. Hang on. <laughs> I know. I jumped I know. We're man. jumping into Munzee. We're, we're going to get there. We're getting there really quick too. Cause we're, we, we got to keep, we keep the show rolling cause we've only got so much time, but tell us a little bit. Cause I really am interested in this, um, merger with freeze tag mm -hmm. tell us a little about garfield go and we're not gonna really have time to get into the whole future of ar that's a whole other show but yeah. what um what how did this occur and and what do you see with uh this merger so um there are some things that you know are, are public information that yeah i can talk about and some obviously i can't and i hate that um but i'm also like a super vague guy on lots of my answers um all the time in person and <laughs> <Right>. online um <laughs> so so it kind of suits me well but um the the merger is us with them, um, they are a public company. And so that's some of the reason why me True. going on and sharing all kinds of secrets is not, um, not going to be allowed moving right. forward. Um, right now we're in the process and kind of doing a bunch of, uh, we've done due diligence and some of those kinds of things, but there's a lot of checks that have to be done um, in the background before an official merger can go through. Um, we've, we've basically signed documents saying, Hey, this is what we agree to. And we, we would like to merge together. So mm -hmm. lawyers, you know, work, work your magic and some of that kind of stuff, right. um, came about because, uh, because there was this popular app that launched, uh, last July called Pokemon go. You might've heard of it. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Boy. Did that thing go crazy? And the 60 or what? million people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So uh, I don't have my patches here with me, but I did get um, the level 10, 20, 30, 40 that are available at the Sprint stores in the U.S. Ooh. I got all those patches. Sydney, um, so Sydney, you got those too? I did not get one. But you've been playing Man. for – you still play it, right, Sydney? I do, yeah. I'm not like crazy into it or anything. I don't have time for that, but – yeah. <laughs> I make time for that because you know, <laughs> there are some things that you got to do. But now um, you can like do Garfield. You can. Yes, exactly. Do, so started that came out, started playing that. Um, we, we were in our office in downtown McKinney um, on the square. Amazing place. It is and we a great area, by the way. Our offices were upstairs and we're looking downstairs, historic courthouse right across the square. And, um, and these hordes of people just kept coming. And um, we knew exactly what they were doing because we were playing it too. And we're just going, you know what? All of those people should be playing Munzee. So we started putting some stuff out to put in their hands. Um, and then I started kind of trying to spread the word that Munzee works the same as what Pokemon Go was built on because it was actually built on Ingress. Mm -hmm. So Niantic, which was Google um, and all that stuff, right. Niantic built 
ran that for what two years mm -hmm. and all it was was just a location-based game and all of us you know nerds and geeks that love the gps games we played that that was me and then um and i submitted locations and i helped them build their map and and i spent all my time doing it and and uh then here comes pokemon go and and we did we sat there and looked at it and went we could do this we we could do this we have we are ingress munzee is ingress so let's just let's just see if anybody out there is interested in who wants to build the next pokemon go who anybody interested it turns out that um the people on shark tank that do the interviews and the auditions mm -hmm. they just kind of didn't understand what i was talking about um back from that um because i did go and audition for that which was a fun experience and it gave me the chance to really think about what we were doing um i got contacted by the by the guys from freeze tag and um you know they they pitched the idea of this garfield go game and um and i was like hmm this is kind of cool i can give you the locations I can also help you out with uh, with some of the gameplay aspect because the games that they had built in the past were sit on the couch, you know, bubble right. popper, cat moving type games. They had a connection with Garfield that I did not have, and they had um, they had some other pieces to the puzzle, um, including the time and ability and funds and resources to build the game, where I did not. I had the locations, so. Mm -hmm sort of a good partnership form from that. Um, and we've been working on that, like I said, since, I don't know, October. We started talking about it. They launched it um, May of this year. Mm -hmm. So it took that long to build it. Um, the nice part is, you know, that um, that it was picked up pretty quickly because it launched um, when the, the day of E3. So when E3 started, um, they launched Garfield Go, and it got picked up by um, by a bunch of technology journals and things like that. And mm -hmm. so, everyone was comparing it specifically to Pokemon Go, which, as you can imagine, there's like, yeah, let's do that because the name is Garfield Go. <laughs> yeah, and right. then you've got the people who compare it to Pokemon Go who say this is nothing like Pokemon Go. Oh my gosh, this is like, oh, it's it's kid oh there's mm -hmm. you know all of these different pieces so if you think about the fact that niantic big huge tons of money and freeze tag probably not big and huge um but uh but working in the same vein and the first game to come out that was like pokemon go and that was the goal so cool. it was a test a partnership test for the two of us to mm -hmm. see if i could do the stuff that i told them i could do um, if they could do the stuff that they said they could do, which was bring in, you know, players and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And, um, that then it's turned into since May, a bunch of conversations about, you know what? I think that together as one bigger company, we could actually do some really cool stuff. And so a lot of that, it's all going to be location based, um, Munzee is, I don't know, I hate to say like Munzee is king or anything like that, but Munzee is uh, the big game, let's say. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, and and Garfield Go is right there too, but Munzee is the one that will continue on and we will continue to push everything forward. So rest assured, all you Munzee players, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and I'm not either. We're going to continue to uh, 
to make that happen. But Garfield Go is, is fun because it's Garfield. You take him on a walk. Um, you throw his favorite food items. Uh, Pizza, lasagna. Um, he loves lasagna. Lasagna, and yeah. there's one more. Yeah. Okay. He throws the you throw those into his food bowl, and he helps you find little treasure chests. You get trinkets. Um, you collect coins. There are several really cool features mm-hmm. and other prizes and things like that that'll be coming out over time. Um, but uh, but it, it's it's a fun game, and you know what? It works for some people. Some people don't like it. That's okay because you should go play Munzee instead, <laughs> and that's all right. Which which <laughs> brings us to we've got a game for everybody. That's right. So which brings us to Munzee. Uh, which is our main uh, topic tonight, I guess. Uh, although we, I, I really, I'm glad you, you mentioned all those things because I think people are people needed to know, they wanted to know, and so glad we covered that. Oh. Well, let's we're just going to kind of dive in the middle uh, since uh, for time wise, um, I, I do want to uh, talk about uh, without because we did a show and Rob, we really appreciate you giving us surprises that we did with we did we had a show with Joshua. Uh, a couple months ago, where we did a yeah. coexist show, which was so, which was a lot of fun to talk about. Can geocaching and Munzee coexist? And uh, we really appreciate you giving away some some prizes. We gave some away on the show, and it was just wonderful. So thank you again for that. Um, but um, when did because uh, Sydney has been playing more recently? Jesse and I have kind of a uh, kind of a similar experience. Uh, I joined. In 2012, Jesse, mm-hmm. what, what was your? You were about the same time. 2012, right? yeah, same thing. Same thing, and so I had a problem with the app where I could never get anything to scan. Jesse had a very, a very interesting experience. Tell briefly, Jesse, about um, how you got started in Munzee. Well, it's it's like many people back in the day. You know, like you mentioned, it was five points at a time. Um, there wasn't any around me, so. I went out and hit a bunch and didn't, and I'm a geocacher, obviously, and I like to, you know, hang off mountains and climb trees and boat and all that other <laughs> stuff, which is what got me into geocaching. So I tried to make Munzee geocaching, <laughs> and it's not the same. So yeah. I hit like uh, some T5 Munzees, and <laughs> and I was shocked when nobody went and got them. I, I don't know why they wouldn't <laughs> want to hike for five hours for five points. I didn't, I didn't, right. um, yeah. So I hit a few, and, and nobody in the area really found them. Uh, and uh, so I just kind of gave up after a little while and really didn't think about it again until Moga. until this the MOGA just last yeah. year. Yeah, and just kind of re, re, uh, re, rediscovered it. But um, Yeah, and so, it was a completely different game when we came back to it. So you know, Yeah, completely from 2012 to 2017. Yeah, a little bit you, different. As you know, it's completely different, but... Sydney, when did when did you I, I forget when did you start a couple years ago or I think my official sign up is somewhere in 2015, but I had the same problem. I live in a small town, like there's farms like right down the street from my house, um, and so I logged in. I'm like, there's nothing here. Like I scanned the three Munsies in town. Okay, now what am I supposed to do? And so I kind of just you know put it off to the side and. Um, but then I saw Joshua, the geocaching vlogger. He was putting out a bunch mm-hmm. of Munzee videos. I was like, well, maybe maybe I'll give this another go. And um, so I logged back in, and I'm like, wow, there's so many so many more now, like all these different kind of evolution ones. And so there's all these new types. 
I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And uh, there's a lot, not, well, not necessarily in my town, but I, I work in a bigger city. Um, so there's quite a bit more up that way. So it's been fun getting all the different kinds and chasing all the mythologicals and stuff like right. that. <laughs> so, so Rob, what, um, from, cause you, like you said, you experienced it early on, like we did we've, and what's funny too, is finding, uh, I think we've all found the, um, large Munzee, um, QR code that's on the back of a piece of plastic hidden in a tree. And you're like, Oh look, I found one on a tree. It's just awesome. Cause we're so used to yeah. now finding them, you know, not there. And so when, when do you feel like, uh, I, uh, I, I, mm, when did virtual start? Let's start with, let me, let me ba- kind of go to virtuals cause virtuals kind of changed everything down a little bit. Um, who set you up for the uh, virtual versus physical talk? That's the real question. Who did it? Yeah, um, that's a that that's all that this. that's that's an interesting world by itself. But uh-huh. um, virtuals no. and I'm happy other, to talk about it because yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I just say not just virtuals, but when did virtuals and um, the mystery, uh, the blue Munzee, when and and then. Of course, we'll get into. I want to get into discussion a little bit about uh, what Joshua c- called on one of his recent videos the game within a game because I think those are fascinating. But when did the just the yeah. basic expansion past the greenie kind of begin, and, and what was the experience like with that? So the virtual, the the mystery came um, shortly after all the regular. Um, regular onesies, the greenies, because right. uh, at the beginning it was just greens. And, you know, the, the original four co-founders is Aaron, um, Chris, Scott, and, uh, and Josh, four of them kind of set this up as, Hey, this is a game. Let's, you know, let's just play. Let's have some fun. Let's see what happens. And um, I mean, it jumped off in, in Germany and, and Michigan and California, and they were based here in Texas going, how'd that happen? Um, so they started, um, shortly after like, okay, how can we, how can we come up with something so that there are more points and they figured out, you know, that there would be people that would cheat and, and what those cheaters would do and how to, okay, now how do we stop them? And, um, and then other team members got added on and as more team members came in then here came all the ideas. Um, the virtual was based on something that players kind of started to do because at one point in time, um, they were actually like emailing the QR codes back and forth across the world mm-hmm. and changing the coordinates of where it was deployed. And, um, and so it was sort of like the original way to share, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Oh, Hey, you know, Sydney, you don't have something in your town. Guess what? Now you do uh, here, just cap this one. Let me know when you do. And then I'll, I'll, email that code to someone else and change the coordinates for them. So it's kind of like, Hmm, if everyone thinks this is fun, then why not give them a virtual? Why not give them a way to do that? Right. And um, a way to, to interact with other people. So, so I think really that that was kind of the beginning of, um, of a Munzee community, a worldwide community, um, which is, is definitely my favorite part of the whole game is the fact that people can 
interact with each other and they don't just sit and talk about, you know, random stuff. They join into a clan together and then they are able to, from the computer, um, deploy things in each other's towns so that if we've got someone right now who's suffering with Parkinson's and Mm -hmm. people are dropping, you know, virtuals in that person's town so that they're able to continue to play and use it as therapy or use it as just a, a way to get outside. Awesome. Um, so the virtuals, the virtuals play a really cool role in Munzee and it's kind of different, um, sets us apart from kind of the geocaching world where there's definitely community there and there's community in Munzee. Um, but the way that you're able to support, um, with our game through the virtual piece is important. Um, the, the thing about the, there's a big divide over, oh, the physical game. No, the virtual game. It's kind of geocaching the, you know, the lamppost hides versus the, no, you got to go on an adventure every day. Right. Um, climb a mountain, climb a tree, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, well, Jesse, now, I'm talking now, to you. <laughs> now, 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 don't let Jesse fool you. He's found, he's found his LPCs too sometimes. So, but oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. not his favorite, but that's, so, that's okay. But you got to have both. You got to have, have both, both because you don't know you don't know what the other person is playing for. Right. You you need to have trails that are easy for people to access because whenever I have the ability to travel to events, one of the most amazing things to me is hearing people's stories and you guys have shared yours mm-hmm. and talking with people who say you know that that they didn't have the ability to walk a hundred yards, you know, and now they get out and they'll walk along the street and they'll cap at every light pole at every stop sign at every, Mm -hmm. whatever, every 50 feet, because they can see that and they can say, Oh, the next one's just right over there. Oh, I'm going to stop after three more and three more. They go, Oh, but the next one's just a hundred feet further. (laughs) And before you know it, you've walked, let's say half a mile. Now you got to turn around and walk half a mile back. Um, that's I love those stories. That's such a cool uh, item because, uh, um, and again, we don't have time to not talk about. We have to do this again. Rob, can you come back one day? We can talk more about Munzee f- and fitness, Munz Fit. Uh, yeah. Munz Fit. It's coming soon, by the way. There's another spoiler for you. Okay. It's coming well, soon. We've got an announcement tomorrow. Sweet. So, um, be ready for that. But okay. But virtual, physical, there's virtual. a ton of different types. And I'll tie it back into what you were asking me, which is. Um, what we do and this is another one of those things that i think differentiates us from geocaching Mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of my passion too so i've got the passion of the community love to go and visit love to travel and see people and help grow the game and those kinds of things but the rest of it is keeping the game fresh and so that's where all the new types come in yes um there there have been a couple of times where we got a bit they over anxious and we put out 500 new types in you know, 32 <laughs> days and you go, wait a minute. And like, I can't even follow the 12 you already had. So yeah, we know well, that. And then um, I want to briefly mention, cause you mentioned about, uh, about the person with Parkinson's and that brought me, made me think of something that when we were at MHQ, we walked in, um, which I've told the story before, but there was a board there um because y'all had been involved with the ALS challenge where you were selling um, the ice cube 
virtual uh, and the board was covered with, which was awesome. But, and then Susan and I found a Munsey garden, which we don't have time for Munsey gardens tonight, but <laughs> we found one. It was a big pink ribbon, which is uh, virtuals uh, that you can make in different shapes on the, on the, the game, the game board. And it was in, uh, it's up in Frisco and uh, we've done as many as we could for on that one day, but <clears throat> that's at the national breast cancer foundation. That oh, was, cool. Uh, is that where that is? 30, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, thirty-six thousand dollar donation that we sent to them. Thank you to all the players who you know help us do that. Yeah, that that's what we do. That's incredible. Yeah, the the, the Munsey and causes really, I think, is wonderful. I mean, we, we would applaud that tremendously because I think that's just incredible. Um, Susan would stop. She she lost her mother to to breast cancer, and so I'm just capping like crazy. We're in the parking lot. We're just do 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 capping along, and she's reading. She's not going as fast as me. She's reading the 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 comment the uh, notes on each of those pink ribbons, and of course, uh, of course, I'm like I'm not being very sensitive here. I'm just I was capping as fast as I could, baby. But mm -hmm. it, it, but but I I appreciated that, and I know that she really appreciated the fact that Munsey was involved and still is involved in so many of those those causes. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. Tomorrow. Tomorrow Tomorrow's more info. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, it's almost tomorrow, uh, Sydney's time, but no, it's okay. Um, <laughs> couple more it hours. Getting close. Couple but, more hours. But thank you, um, and I appreciate that. That mm -hmm. that's the that's the extension of the community. That's that's all those pieces tying together. That's me wanting to keep the game fresh. That's us wanting to give back to the community. That all, all of those things are super important. They're they're our core. They will continue to be our core with this freeze tag uh, merger, and they're mm -hmm. they're excited about that as well. Um, but new types of Munsies, um, and we do try and keep them some physical, some virtual, just giving everybody uh, a way to play your own game, play the game your way, you know, those types of slogans, um, because there's something for everyone. And how about if I tie in the game within the game? Yes, so. the game with the game. Thank you, Rob. We're moving on. So uh, flat robs and flat mats of late. Mm. So how did flat Rob come about Rob three dimensional? I went on Rob. vacation. <laughs> did you really? I went on vacation and that's I took what a week off. Yep. I, w I was not known for taking time off at all. And I took a week and, uh, the day before I left, they said to me, can we do whatever we want? And foolishly I said, within reason sure Why you can <laughs> and um keep the game running keep the game running that, that was pretty That's much it. it just don't don't light everything on fire keep it running have fun do something cool sure no problem and and i woke up one day to hey everybody welcome flat rob and i'm like what <laughs> on awesome. earth are you talking about because you you and I both know that if I had put Flat Rob in the game, that's like some serious I ha I have some issues about me and like hey everybody, check me out. Check, yeah. yeah. And and I swear I'm boy. Um yeah. but Flat Rob. I blame the team for that one. Okay. It was a really cool addition to the game and Flat Rob is on the map whenever I'm out of the office. Specifically for like work related stuff. Sometimes we do it if I'm out for vacation, personal mm -hmm. trip, any of that kind of stuff. So, um, and the reason that, uh, the reason that we, that I say that is because sometimes I'm 
capping or deploying away from here. Mm -hmm. And let's say it's a Saturday and people will start freaking out because I'm in Houston and I'm playing and it's like, listen, everybody, it's called the weekend. <laughs> I'm just visiting my parents. Right. It's going to be okay. Well, Rob's are not on the map because I'm just visiting Houston. I wasn't working today. thought it would be okay. So, uh, so that's flat Rob. So flat Matt got added to the map because Matt's worked for Munzee for three years. Mm -hmm. And um, he was the first employee uh, beyond Scott and I to, um, to work for Munzee with, um, for three years. And he kind of, he goes and travels to a bunch of events and um, he's the, he's the other part of like the building community out there um, with everyone growing the game, that kind of thing. So, um, so because he travels, we could do the same thing. Matt is a big sports guy. He loves baseball. He loves hockey. He loves the sports ball. Truly, it doesn't matter what it is. He loves it, and especially if it's a live game. Um, he's got a specific um, sports schedule that when when those when local teams are home. So we have um, mm -hmm. Texas Rangers baseball team. We have FC Dallas soccer team. Let's go, yeah, Frisco, Frisco Rough Riders, which is the local uh, minor league baseball team. You have the Dallas Stars because he's a huge hockey fan, and um, and there there may be a couple of other sports added in soon for him. But um, that's kind of a fun thing. Also, when he travels to events, then he's on the map he's on as the well. Road. So if okay. Matt and I both go to an event on the map, and it gets a bit <laughs> overwhelming. So um, thanks to those of you who do the whole, hey, 3D Rob, it's, it's fun. I enjoy it. And that's even the name of this, uh, of this podcast. So this I, one, yeah. I appreciate that's it. That's our thing is, is uh, 3D Rob. I, I, I started talking to Flat Rob one day for the show, and Susan's like, it's not Flat Rob. It's real Rob. I mean, so. But uh, so something else that we're really, I mean, there's, and again, we're, we're not really having enough time to get into all these, but. <clears throat> these the i where did the idea come about um with and i'm gonna kind of lump them together i know some people are gonna be like well they're completely different games but uh yeah. the scatter munzee um the uh the elements uh, i'm trying to think of everything that caught because all of those um all of those, those do a similar thing yeah those two do similar things in the fact that you when you cap those you create other things yeah like fire yeah. the fire munzee's great susan of all you and the, the fact that there's a badge i mean there's 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 so many awesome badges we don't, we don't have time for all the, the stinking badges tonight but because we love them <laughs> we, we, we love the badges susan and i are very we we get into the badges uh, a lot but she wanted a badge this is kind of how crazy how wonderful munzee is she wanted the badge that when something bad happens on a fireman's and you get burned, you lose five points. She wanted that. She wanted to lose five points on purpose. So she's like, well, how can I get burned? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll do some checking mm -hmm. and I check with Joshua and I'm like, no other game <laughs> that I know of where you want to do something and get negative points, but you want to do it on purpose. <laughs> we, so badges in, badges completely that's a game within the game there are people who play just like susan and that's cool and the fire specifically was a test because what we've wanted to do for probably three years we've talked about 
do something to take points away just for fun, mm -hmm. just messing with people. And sure. so we did it on April Fool's Day, just wrote messages that people lost a thousand points. And oh my gosh, why? <laughs> and so then we released the fire mysteries and told people, you have a chance of, of losing, but you're going to get this badge. And um, it just, just went really well. So mm -hmm. now it's like, hmm, how can we do this some more? This is fun. <laughs> it's, I enjoy that part of it, um, of like, just how far can I push this, this game within the game? How far can I push it? Because Munzee is all about points. Munzee is not about mm -hmm. the coolest tree that you've ever climbed. It's not about hanging off a cliff. You can do those things because Jesse's going to deploy them, and that's cool. But, <laughs> um, but not every Munzee is going to be like that, and not every person is going to go after them. That, that's an option. It's absolutely an option. But I want to have something fun for me. I want to go get these things because I'm getting a badge, because I'm getting a special icon, because I have a chance to win an Xbox, because I have whatever. Um, it, it, they've all been out there. Because I like playing rock, paper, scissors. I mean, mm -hmm. that's a game within our game as well. Right, right. Well, Those are you scan it, and it pops up and says, pick one. Which always, one are you going to pick? I always pick random. And guess what? A player submitted that. That a was a contest. Yep. We had a contest. We had a contest <laughs> to see who can help us create a brand new type of Munzee. And um, Deidre, yeah, she um, she won that contest, and she actually came to visit uh, MHQ, uh, I don't know, about six weeks probably after she won the contest. And we told mm -hmm. her, uh, be sure you stop by, and we had a special event and she deployed the very first rock, rock paper scissors awesome. ever in the That's game awesome. on her account here <laughs> in in uh, McKinney. So yeah. it was um, it was kind of cool. That, it, awesome. it, that that was a game within the game. We've got more. There's oh, more. Yeah. There's more of those kinds of oh, things. Oh, I know it's awesome. So. Well, speaking of it, and you were talking about hanging off a cliff, and so yeah. we want to ask you. Uh, specifically, Jesse's going to to take this portion of it, but um, <laughs> do you feel like that there is a way and to do sort of what we'd call an adventure Munzee? So, Jesse, uh, ask ask away. See, now it's too late to ask now because he already said, "Don't just send an idea; send an idea with a way to do it and contacts and well, stuff." But and we're pod have it. <laughs> we're you already pod set me up, but I'll do it anyway. Hey, if if he if he can deploy. <laughs> Uh, especially as a CZO, we, as the podcast of record for the world, uh, can ask this kind of question directly of the president. Okay. So go ahead, okay. Jesse. Bring um, it on. No, so like we kind of talked about early on, and, and I mistakenly tried to play Munzee like geocaching originally, but there are still some that are out far away, and but that's not the general, the general idea. It would be neat, though, if there was a, a, a way, like a special type of Munzee or whatever that did take longer to get to. Now, normally you want to hit, you know, a hundred in a row, but if there's one that mm -hmm. you could put out in a way like up a mountain, you know, on an Island or something like that, that would be kind of a, maybe it was more rare or something that would entice some of the adventure seekers out there, I think as well. I know at least one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I wonder who we're in a Yankees cap right now. Um, yeah, maybe. The, uh, yeah, maybe. Right. So, yeah. There, here's here's one thing. Tons of possibilities, always, always. Um, we we just launched a bunch of um, places of interest, points of interest, point of interest, airports, and Those you know cool. those mm -hmm. kinds of things. So we just we just launched those, and 
what you may have noticed is, you know, we, we put them out ourselves first and that's because we could specifically choose locations. And then we opened it up and said, okay, who wants one? And now there's an approval process. So this is the very first time that we've ever had an approval process. And, um, and so that sort of thing is necessary for what you're talking about because mm-hmm. I don't trust people, um, which is unfortunate for the world. Well, but um, we I know that people are going to make it make a mess of things. If I can right. identify with that. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I went uh, one of the coolest caches that I found was um, was uh down a river in in Arkansas, and it was called Big Bertha, and you know it was down off a cliff. Except we floated the river for like an hour to get to it, and thankfully mm-hmm. we found it. And you know someone could put a Munzee there, and the problem is that the Munzee could be up on the top of the cliff, and I could say that it's down at the bottom, and ooh, now it's an adventure. It's not an adventure at the top. So, um, <laughs> so we need we need to have things in in place in order to do that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. for the first time ever, in now six years, we've kind of got a system that we're we're running through. The problem is there's only the, officially there are four of us who look at the all of those places, and um, officially there are four of us. Um, actually, there's probably one of us now that looks at them anymore, and it's not this guy. Right. Um, and so when we have a lot of those things coming in, then obviously we get overwhelmed. But I, I, what you're talking about is definitely not out of the picture. Um, it would be something that we would, that we would definitely have a, a reduced capture range on and, and make it something that would definitely be special. It wouldn't, be, wouldn't necessarily be virtual. It would be something that is... Um, like you said, adventure. Um, I love it because because I've got a lot of really cool memories from my geocaches that I went and found, and a couple of them in Hawaii or wherever um, that took me to some really unique places. And um, I I would love to do that with uh, with Munzee. Um, I think we're getting close. How about that, Jesse? Well, I know that Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, has helped us start that. So okay. he put one at the top of a 14er in Colorado, and I went and ca- was able to go and capture it. So there's your first cool. one on top of a 14er, and, and that's it. There, there would probably be a lot of Munzies out there that I would love to to be able to say, you know what, you've got a really cool spot. Now that we're ready, submit submit the ones that you've already deployed as greenies that nobody in their right mind is going to hike for five points to get for the going eight cash or something. <laughs> wait, like wait, no, he, he's that, about right? to give you more points yeah. here. Maybe possibly Jesse. So, there you you know. go. so based on that, you well, that know, yeah. And, and that's the thing. If, if we could, uh, an upgrade, if we could put out brand new ones, I think things like that are definitely right. And, you know, my goal, and, and I don't have any problem kind of saying, hey, guess what? I go to big geocaching events because I want people to play Munzee. Mm-hmm. That's pretty clear. Um, I go to Woodstock. I go to the big events. And if I'm not there, Matt is or, you know, someone um, because the, that's what we believe in. And we get our ideas and we talk to the people and it's just fun. And um, I would love to be able to talk with more Jesse's and say, Hey, every lamppost, we're not on every street sign. We're not on every one of those. 
are we on most of them? Yes, we are. Um, because we are a get your points and move on. We're fast and we're all about the points. Um, but did you know that we have the trail munzee? Did yes. you know that we have this? Did you know that we have the adventure munzee? You know, the, those types of things are that's what we want to be able to do because I, I want to have a reason for geocachers to say Munzee. Oh yeah. I found a really cool one and have some story attached to that as opposed to Munzee. No man, they're on every lamp. I, I'd love to have some come on together time. So yeah, that's, no. that's my goal. Very true. You know, I think we've, um, I, I'm guessing Sydney can, can chime in here, but there have been times when we were either geocaching and found a Munzee and we're like, Oh wow, look mm -hmm. at this. Or we've been Munzeeing and we found a geocache. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Both of those yeah, happened, both and uh, oh, yeah. where you know we were, you know, we we, we will um, typically we'll do we'll do primary and secondary. So some days our primary will be geocaching, but our secondary is to Munzee and vice versa. But I like that idea of, and I, I think and we didn't have time tonight, but I think that um, <coughs> I have gotten um, a lot more steps in because Susan yeah. won't let me just. Cat virtuals. She's like, all right, mm -hmm. we gotta get out. So we'll park somewhere. Um, yeah. And we'll like McKin we'll downtown McKinney, and we'll walk the streets. Uh, you know, and and uh, you know, chase. You know, because that's the great thing you know, about the uh, physical munsies that are games within a game is you set off a fire or ice munsie, mystery munsie, whatever they are. And now you got to go hunt those guys down. So you're causing yourself or you're, you're creating more fun than just, which is fun in itself. Just walk, doing the walking. Cause I need to get out and walk and, and capping as we go and getting all sorts of cool different things. The, the Zodiacs capturing all the Zodiac munsies or, you know, f uh, the rock, paper, scissors. There's so many different kinds. The scatter munsie causes you to walk further and so forth. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, like you said, I, I would love to see that kind of uh, item in the future someday. Where, uh, ooh, this is a special Munzee, but to get to it, like Jesse said, it's going to take some planning. It's going to it's going to take uh, a special trip out somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. You know, in uh, the places of interest, um, we will if we see one of those, we will. I wouldn't say stop, but we will make it part of. We were in Tyler. Uh, doing geocaching mm -hmm. munzing and there's one at the Tyler Zoo and so we're like oh okay let's 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 make sure we we, we roll over to <clears throat> to the Tyler Zoo and while we're there you know Susan gets to take her pictures of her flowers which she loves and we capture the POI yeah. for for Tyler so I think you guys have like you said you you've you're starting to capture something that I think is very special. And I know the trail munsey has been around for a while. I'm, I, I'm uh, the physical, physical ones. <clears throat> so I'm hoping uh, to plan some days to do more trail munsies. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're getting to the end here. Um, uh, we, we really haven't even scratched the surface. <laughs> I know we really haven't. So There's so much more my, to my it. Really. Clans yeah, my apologies. Cause no, I got a story fine. for every question. That's okay. There's clans, there's Zops, there's events, there's a lot of cool things, uh, which is kind of uh, all interesting. And again, we, we'll need to talk about those uh, on another day. But I do want to mention before we 
wrap up tonight about MHQ Bash 4, which mm. is Friday, September 22nd through the 24th. It's in McKinney. Sorry, Sydney. You can fly down. I'll, I'll give you a ride. You know, you can come down and stay and yeah. everything. Yeah. You can yeah. pay for my plane ticket, Gary? Mm, mm, no. 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 Mm. I, I got a couch. Uh, Josh was the geocaching vlogger is going to be in the. Well, you know what? We'll put him on the couch. You get the back room. If you, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make the guy. He can sleep on the couch. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but um, that is that uh, weekend. And uh, it's in the show notes. So people can go read uh, all the different things that are going on for the for the bash. I have my registration. Uh, registration's closed. But. Uh, you can still sh- you can show up the day of and, and enjoy the bash, uh, and you can. So Rob, if people show up and they want to buy whatever whatever the well they can buy individual items, but if they buy a registration that day, they might get some of this stuff. There's no guarantee though, right? Right. It's mainly the shirt, and okay. um, we've got a couple of we've got a couple of special items. Um, that we haven't really promoted exactly what they are and a couple of them that we have. Um, but it's, it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. We can't wait. Uh, we've put a lot of time and planning in this and uh, this year's theme is all in. And um, if you kind of look at the, look at the uh, logos and stuff, it's casino based and yes. we've moved into an amazing, very large office with a ton of open space and I'll just nice. leave it there again. It's casino themed. Yeah. It's cause we went in there and you could, yeah, you've got a large space in there. Um, so it's going to be, going to be awesome to, 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 to see everything as you guys set up, uh, MHQ and, uh, to, yeah. to go that we're, we're going to go, we're go, we're coming Friday, Saturday. And, uh, I don't know, Sunday we got to check, check, check on that one, but we are coming Friday and Saturday, but Saturday yeah. we've got an all in eventsy hunt at 10 AM. Uh, we've got Oktoberfest in downtown McKinney. Mm-hmm. Is that, now is that near the old M- old MHQ in that area, the walking area? Yes. Okay. They close off the entire square. And, um, and so if, uh, want to experience a, uh, a pretty good Oktoberfest um, with, you know, with beer and pretzels and, mm-hmm. and uh, all, all of that um, bands and polkas and you name it. It, it, it really is fun. Um, I, I can't even, it's more than 20,000 people come through on the weekend. Right. So wow, for us awesome. to have groups of people out playing Munzee, um, it works for us. So we've, we haven't done it during this weekend for two years because, um, cause we always had other things going on that weekend. We were all, um, working in the marketplace, but now we're, uh, now, now we're going to play. It's going to be good. Everybody will be there. So That's awesome. The whole weekend's going to be fun. There's yeah, it's going to be at, um, at our local parks as well. Um, one of them is, has mountain bike trails and some of that. So we're going to, we're going to have a good time with that. And the other is a uh, is a three k walk on Sunday morning um, around uh, around one of our it's called Town Lake it's pond, um, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna walk around that and it's got some pokey stops and a pokey gym so you can play all your geolocation oh, games in see? one place serious coexist I'll see it co- very coexist because uh, that's that's right up Electric Water Boys uh, he was in the chat room tonight but. Uh, Oh, that's that's his thing. He he loves him some 
Pokemon Go, but we'll need to bring him up here to uh, to the North Dallas area yeah. to do that. So, uh, all right. Well, if anybody's uh, close, you need to be here. Pick yeah. a day, come show up, come come visit us at our new office. We love it. Um, you know, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for giving me the time. And seriously, anytime, anytime you want to talk Munzee, anytime you want me to talk geocaching, you want to talk <laughs> AR games, you want to talk location-based gaming, um, I'm, awesome. I'm more than happy. I got time. So well, let we, me know. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we're, we're so thankful that uh, we got to have you on and talk about those. It's exciting for us to, to hear about it. And we look forward, looking forward to the future. So um, just... Um, just uh, excited to see uh, what all uh, happens in the future. So um, any last thoughts, Jesse or Sydney, before we wrap up? Sydney, you want to go first? Um, well, I'm actually going to be in the Frisco McKinney area in November. So I'm hoping to stop by your guys' new place and check things out and get a bunch of points because, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff down there that – so. It- the map gets a little overwhelming, so you have to kind of. I bet. <laughs> Hopefully, my phone doesn't just like that. If you, if you don't stop by, then I might be insulted. So now you absolutely have you to. Have to stop. I will. I've got I it will. on record here. So be, right. be there. That'll be good. Stop by, that's for sure. Yep. So. I would say we have to have you back on because we didn't even we didn't scratch the surface, like I said, but we didn't get to my favorite parts of the game, so I didn't really get to to pipe in and talk. Yes. Uh, when I'm not hanging off mountains, my other favorite thing absolutely is competition, and there actually is some competition. and And we didn't get to talk about clans, which and Zops, we didn't get to talk about those. And then the other coolest thing, and it was brought up in the chat room, but is uh, the special. I don't know exactly all the terms. I'm not, I'm still pretty new, so the yeah. specials that. Uh, they mm-hmm. just pop up, and the yeah. first person to go get them, and that's it. Yeah, that is so fun. So yeah. it's like racing for an FTF and geocaching, except for only one person gets it, and then it's yep. gone. So I, they can just I was pop big... up at any time on any of the ones around the area. I don't know the how what <laughs> algorithm you use for that, but it's cool yeah. when one pops up close by, and there's a couple of Munzee players around here, and if somebody doesn't get it, the other one's going to get it pretty quickly. So that's right. kind of a neat race to an FDF that you don't get all the time. So that's cool. I like I, that always... competition in the game. Some, so <laughs> nice. I, I was an FTF hunter big time. And, um, and so I, I kind of brought that piece into the game because I, I love it. I love competition in general and, um, I don't like losing. So, uh, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things we have competition in our office as well. And, um, cool. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. Love to come back and talk whenever. About yeah. All of it. We'll definitely talk about those because those are those are fascinating. Uh, the mythologicals, the nomads. I, I didn't get to oh, ask yeah. you about nomads because I'm baffled. I've gotten one, and I don't know how you well, can get a badge rovers. with 500 rovers. I've we found, didn't mention rovers. I mean, there's, a, there's a bunch. Of stuff. I mean, like I said, it just oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. yes. We got sorry guys. That's okay. We're <laughs> we're gonna have Rob back on. We're gonna talk about some of these other great things that are some sometimes. Uh, a lot of fun to hunt uh, left-hander day. I don't want to get started mm-hmm. on what I did on left-handers day. Uh, try and chase down thumbs and all that. So it was, but it was fun. Uh, I was a little frustrated at times. Susan's like, yeah, anyway, we're going to get into tonight. So, okay. <laughs> That'll be another night. We'll talk about all those. So, all right. So coming up on the show next week, we have on Jolene and Yeno. They are, 
a Belgian couple. They're, they have a YouTube channel, so go check out their YouTube channel. As I mentioned last week, I, I, I've watched some of their videos. You can see what they're doing. I don't, I don't understand Dutch, so I don't understand what they're saying. But the videos are kind of cool. They go to cool places. They travel a lot. Uh, but they're opening a Belgian a shop, a coffee shop in Belgium called GOT and they'll tell you they'll tell us about where they got the idea how it's going then they'll talk about their YouTube channel um, and all of their experiences um, they do they said so they do a lot of traveling they've been on videos of various uh, uh, things they've got a lot of cool experiences so that's next week and that's at a special time we're doing it at 3 p.m. Because again, it's live, and in Belgium, it's seven hours different. So uh, it'll be 10, 10 o'clock their time. But they were uh, uh, more than gracious to us to have uh, do our live show a little bit early. But for them, it'll work out to be ten o'clock. So week after that, we have on Janji. Um, I have to ask her. It's Angie, but their geocaching name is Janji. Does that sound like <laughs> I did it right, Sydney? I, I think so. Yeah. Because it's Angie, and I figured that she added part of her husband's name. So right. she's going to talk about geocaching and social media because she is really good at Instagram and, uh, you know, periscopes and all these different things around social media. And um, Joshua uh, Johnson suggested this, so he better be listening. Of course, he usually listens to us uh, on the podcast during the week uh, in his car, but he suggested this. So if he doesn't, he needs to be, we almost think I have make him force him to be on the show because it was his idea. But anyway, and then the week after that, we're going to have on Fuzzy B, who's going to talk about the mother's challenge. So Rob, you'll like this one. This is a geocache that has been DNF'd Oh gosh, probably five hundred, hundreds. hundreds of times, at least five hundred. I have to go look it up, but it's only been found twice. Oh, yes. Man. And so, um, of course, everybody's going to want to try to eke out of him some information about how to find this crazy thing. But uh, uh, people will search for hours and not find this this geocache. But he checks on it, and like I said, it's been found twice. And we just want to hear about the stories about how this whole crazy thing came about. So anyway, well, folks, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocachetalk. Mine is at Gary Slinkard. Jesse is at Memphis underscore mafia. Sydney is at Shermanator GC. And Rob, you are at CZO, right? Yes, C Z E E O. Yep. Oh, there you go. Yep. So that's his Twitter. And our Facebook is facebook.com slash geocache talk. Show can be found on iTunes and all those other places I mentioned before. Uh, go check it out. And uh, of course, as well as our geocache talk website. So don't forget to click on the subscribe button below so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Or Munzee. Go geocaching and Munzee on. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks.